potatoes, potatoes on the wall. <laughs> Who is the fairest one of all? Welcome. It's the of to... many eyes. <laughs> the of many eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Green and Faces on the Couch. I'm the Green Traveler. And I'm the Faces Leon. And, uh, uh, today, yeah, today we're, we're going away from the threesomes. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna set up a a playlist for you. Starting, uh, we have many playlist options available to us, but we're gonna start with Disney, most approachable, I would say. Yeah, everybody, um, in one way or another, has enjoyed a Disney movie. I would say, you could have your opinions on whether or not you like Disney as a whole. Uh, you know, we'll we'll leave the political, uh, economic opinions, <laughs> uh, off the table. Uh, but all so started... we may trash. What's that? We may trash Walt Disney himself a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. I. I don't know. I mean, yeah. We'll see. Uh, He's a little anti-Semitical. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Just a smidgen. Yeah, and I mean, there's also other problems. Uh, uh, also dealing with racial issues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, uh, anyway. We both grew up watching Disney movies, but it all started with uh, Snow White. But before we get into Snow White, I just want to say, this is a movie about podcasts. Nope. <laughs> 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 this is a podcast about movies, and uh, we're not going to uh, <clears throat> try to spoil too much about this movie, but it is from 36, um, right? 1937. And uh, so you've had time to watch this movie, um, though, though they worked on it from nineteen like thirty three, I think. Oh really? I could believe it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta draw stuff from hand and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we also sometimes slip in things about world events, and uh, that's not our focus though. We're here to talk about Snow White. Uh, well, Greeny, you wanna do a synopsis? Um, no yeah i'll do it uh, <laughs> it's pretty f- simple you know there's a, a queen an evil queen who asks her slave mirror uh it's literally what she calls it slave in the mirror oh my god uh sorry slave in the magic mirror um but she asks them who is the fairest of all the land and uh he responds that it is not her it is snow white yeah uh so that that really pisses her off and snow white is her stepdaughter so obviously she has no emotional attachment so she just you know yeah because who killed him yeah who could love a stepchild i guess right yeah but yeah so uh yeah kill the bitch and uh make me the fairest one of all so she she hires a huntsman the huntsman uh is too i don't know enraptured by snow white's not only just beauty but just perfect kind nature right that you know he doesn't have the heart to kill her and so snow white runs away and finds seven dwarves yeah i suppose we should and, say the uh, title is snow white and the seven dwarves it's, it's not yeah. just snow white yeah i mean no, nobody remembers the seven dwarves <laughs> no, i'm sure people no. remember them yeah but yeah so you know you have that awkward situation of you know one uh, uh just perfect woman with seven just crazy guys yeah all with their own like weird eccentric personalities and and uh, thusly named yeah 
Yeah, thusly named. And, it, you know, it's just the... Uh, and then the queen is still in there somewhere, you know, wanting Snow White killed, so... Right. That's it. That's, that's the synopsis. synopsis, I guess. Yeah, that's the synopsis. So, that's uh... Sad. What are we what were we talking about first? Were we gonna talk about our feelings <laughs> well, about the um, movies? Yeah. I guess we should say it's <clears throat> it's based off of uh the German fairy tale uh the, right. from the Brothers Grimm, which uh we'll get into later. You know, they based it off of other stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, thoughts on the movies, uh the movie. I liked you know, I liked Snow White. I really liked it when I was a kid right Rewatching it it's uh it's still fun the music's mm. still enjoyable you know you you can't help but watch uh snow white and just feel like you know i want to be more like her you know it's the world's chaotic yeah. and i just want to whistle while i work and you know relax and have a damn good time yeah she's uh, definitely a uh calm collected young woman uh she definitely uh, uh you know fits into those gender norms of uh you know latter centuries but uh that's that's okay i'm not gonna blame the movie for this uh uh she also just you know she likes to do it though and you know there are people like that who like to be of service to other people because they think it's kind and i like that yeah um yeah and she is without a doubt very kind yes very kind the kindest and fairest in all the land you might say yeah you might uh yeah well i i would say that growing up this wasn't one of my favorites um no i think honestly uh the transformation sequence scared me a little bit there's an old croon at yeah, the end there's a lot of eerie sequences um yes <clears throat> there are there was one like uh right at the beginning where snow white gets lost in the woods and like you know you have all these eyes like looking at her through the trees and it's like everything's freaking her out mm. she's panicking and that whole animation like i remember that scaring me as a kid <laughs> yeah yeah the, oh yeah the tree scene does kind of scare you too but i also feel like somewhere in the middle there i get a little uh bored of it uh at least as a kid i did i yeah. honestly enjoyed watching it more as an adult mm. um uh like i think it's usually around like the silly song that that you sing yeah. um <laughs> that i i would get bored as a kid and walk away from the tv but honestly that's like my favorite part part of the movie now mostly because of that like uh the the wood carved organ that's so cool yeah like I would like to really see something that works like that, and like they really did a good job of animating the mechanics of the pipe organ, and yeah, that was so cool to me. Yeah, I definitely would not have picked up on that as a kid. No, I I can believe that. I feel like even as a kid, the dwarves were my favorite part of this movie. Um, oh yeah, just because of the comedic bit. So it's like once they're in the movie, I'm hooked. But I feel like the mm-hmm. <clears throat> the beginning is where I'm lost uh, when I was a kid because you know it doesn't grab me as a kid because i was just like i don't care she's singing a romantic song about you know <laughs> right. finding finding prince charming you know it's like as a kid i just you know yeah i, I wanted care. fun and antics damn it uh <sighs> but they, those do come once the doors enter and 
you know, I even think they have the best songs, you know, uh, I, oh, yeah. I honestly can't remember many songs outside of theirs. <laughs> no, no, I think, um, uh, dang, I can't remember any of the titles of the songs right off the top of my head, but, uh, I, I do get the wishing well song stuck in my head now, um, more than, uh, but you can't get anything stuck in your head more than the high ho song yeah like <laughs> that one just is there and like the beginning is so different i feel like than the rest of the song like i just get the beginning stuck in my head yeah that's the that, echoey chant uh, yeah yeah honestly it has gotten me through many a work day <laughs> <laughs> it really does help yeah no i, I yeah. like that i like uh whistle while you work you know, I'm a oh, yeah. I'm a whistler myself, and uh, the difference between Same the Snow White Disney World is uh, they encourage you whistling in the Disney World, and the real world, <laughs> in the real world, the ladies I want to work with want to kill me when I whistle. <laughs> Doesn't stop me well, though. Fuck them. Doesn't stop me. <laughs> uh, good, good. I I got in trouble a couple times for whistling at my. Uh, most recent job i worked in a theater and there's some uh some superstition uh about whistling in the theater with good reason like i know my theater history and they like they used to have old sailors uh do the rigging for shows and stuff in in their off season um and they would use whistles to communicate um so if you whistled you might be giving somebody a cue and they're like oh i guess it's time to do that and then they will let something fly and you'll get killed um but you know that's not how it works anymore so i don't see why i can't whistle yeah there's no while i'm trying to build sets yeah that's a bad superstition because it it has nothing to go off of after that you don't do no once you you cancel out and you don't do it that way anymore then fuck it (laughs) you can whistle again let me let me whistle while I work. 200 years have gone by since they did that. <laughs> yeah. 100 probably. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's been over four since uh, Shakespeare was at the Globe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was just. I, that was probably sailors doing it then. I don't know. Yeah, I just figured sailors might have been doing it in the 1800s too. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. So 150. Maybe. I don't know. 150-ish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Until until uh, coal steam powered uh, engines took over. The fuck, are we even talking yeah. about <laughs> Snow White? Back to the, back to Snow White, <laughs> the first cell animated feature. Um, I think that's one reason I really love this movie and give it a lot of credit is because I love cell animation. Um, for those of you don't... explain explain cell. Oh, yeah. you're, you're about to. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, cell animation is where the artist draws literally like every frame, um, and so they put it onto they draw that on a cell, C E L, and you know you just mix a bunch of those together and you get you know film reel basically, um, but it's like that's one of the things that if I became rich I would start collecting cells from animations. Um, that'd be cool and anime even but you know computers have you know kind of you know you could argue rightfully you know done away with cell animation for the most part you know you don't really get that anymore because you can do it all on a computer it's much quicker costs probably a lot less 
Um, yeah. And you're, you know, just time really yeah. like time is money. It's, especially. Yeah. Cause as we were saying with this movie, they started it around like 1933 or something because you know, the final product is only like 250,000 cells put together, but they drew more than like 2 million different uh, frames. It, and it's just crazy. Wow. You know, it's just like, imagine trying to do that today, but if you were doing it on a computer, it doesn't sound that, you know, it's still a crazy big task, but it right. doesn't sound as bad. Right. Because now with illustrating programs, you can just take what you have from the previous frame and and build it into the next frame. Yeah. And, you know, again, I could I could understand and uh, hear the arguments for why, they, you know, people prefer cell animation. I mean, I personally like that. It's very nostalgic feel. Um, yeah. And you got Snow White to thank for, you know, it was the first uh, feature length cell animation you know there were shorts before that and everything like that of course um yeah this is the first full-length movie and it's beautiful you know it's they got the characters really well uh done um to make snow white landscapes are nice yeah to make snow white look you know beautiful and i guess give her like a realistic hue they actually put makeup on the cells (laughs) so it's like yeah, it's just it, there's a lot of heart put into it, into the making of this. Story-wise, you know, it's it's a fun and enjoyable story. Kids will enjoy it. Um, it's nothing special, you know. Disney has gone above and beyond this. Um, yes. Oh, definitely, definitely. I I would say like it, it's a very standard storytell arc. Um, uh, fairy tale, if I. I don't know if that's what I said. I think I said storytell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very standard. You know, uh, girl gets in trouble. Prince yeah. comes along. Yeah, Prince comes along. That's, Seven that's men are there. <laughs> She's surrounded by men throughout this whole Seven, movie. <laughs> Seven men are there. That was, okay, that was one of my, like, there's always Disney innuendos. You know, it's like, oh, does it say sex in yeah. the stars? Or um, There's one yeah. moment... Uh, when Snow White meets the dwarves, she's asleep. You know, you have that that uh, Goldilocks moment where somebody breaks into your house and sleeps in your bed, and um, the dwarves come up and find her sleeping there, and she wakes up, and Doc, who, you know, he stumbles over everything he says. He says, "Right, what are you and who are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. and i know what are, who are you and what are you doing you know but it's just like him stumbling over it when he says it like that it's just like seven men come upon a sleeping girl and ask who she's doing i was just like yeah all right disney yeah <laughs> all right i see your game yeah there's yeah there's definitely uh a parody of that somewhere on the internet i'm sure <laughs> uh probably about seven oh. of them yeah <laughs> But uh, uh, it had a short-lived run when it came out as uh, best-grossing movie, um, highest-grossing. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. It, you know, for a long time, I think it was Birth of a Nation that was like highest-grossing for like 15 years. Oh, uh, well, and that's then, too yeah, bad, right? And then something knocked it off. <laughs> I can't remember what knocked it off, but there was, you know, probably a few other movies in between that and Snow White. 
But Snow White only got to be a highest grossing movie for two years before Gone with the Wind came out. And well, that carried it for a I long mean, time, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I know, yeah, that movie's classic for a reason, yeah. though. But, uh... I mean, there's not really much else to say about the story, so like, I guess we should just continue with uh, the dissecting of like how it was made. Um, yeah let's go into some production or or should we talk about where the story comes from first let's talk the cast first maybe because there's yeah let's talk let's the get cast. the let's get the story stuff i guess out of the way completely um i got a few fun facts about the cast but not a lot but snow white's done by adriana casalotti and yeah she's fine she, her, her singing is beautiful yeah i got something to say about her singing actually like so this like her style of singing uh her voice at any rate is very very unique it's very unique tone yes but this film made it very popular and so people tried to imitate that in popular music oh no and so for a long time singers were just absolutely ruining their voices trying to imitate this woman who honestly just just has a very unique set of vocal cords <laughs> like <laughs> i'll be honest uh, i love yeah. her singing I, voice her speaking yeah. voice i can't stand on oh man yeah just... i'm with you with that there's like uh, when I first rewatched this movie like a couple years ago because I watched it as a kid you know maybe like two or three times and I just stopped watching it because it's not you know it's not the best Disney and I don't really want to return to it a lot, um, but when I rewatched it a couple years ago, I couldn't do it. I got like maybe ten minutes in. I was like, I hate your voice so much, and I just backed <laughs> out. I was like, we're gonna watch something else tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a. I, yeah, I can't say I'm a big fan of it either, which, you know, like, I I don't blame her for it. No, That's her voice. Yeah. Um, and it is kind of got that um, uh, cutesy, um, naive feel to it. And obviously that's why she was cast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I just, working at the, the opera house that I mentioned earlier, uh i've heard singers complain about her (laughs) and i'm like man geez i mean she could help she sang that way right i love one of my favorite things that's come out of snow white is i can't remember the name of it so i i don't want to say too much about it because i can't bring this person any more attention but somebody remixed a lot of lines from snow white and made a song out of it and like those remixes are beautiful like there's some there's like a little 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 like electro or uh electronic techno-ish um i can't say i know i've i've played them for you a long time ago but i'm fairly certain we were very drunk (laughs) so so you probably wouldn't remember too well hello this is greenie from the future coming in to uh give a shout out to pogo and the song wishery that is the artist I was talking about. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's her. Her singing is amazing, and that that definitely helps this movie a lot because you know, main character she obviously like, has a lot of singing roles. 
Um, the next character would be the witch or uh, the evil queen, who is played by Lucille Laverne. And this was Lu- Lucille Laverne. This was Lucille Laverne's last role. She didn't have another movie after this. Um, wow! But fun fun fact I read about her was uh, to accomplish her evil, her hag voice, you know, the witch's voice. She had to her. Rem- she would remove her false teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, so she just like she performed the queen with the teeth in, but to do the witch, she would just take the teeth out, and that's how she got that little, uh, little extra haggishness to it. That's great, and honestly, it is quite the transformation mm-hmm. in in the voice. Yeah. Uh, so definitely a, a good job. Yeah. And kudos. I, and as you said, that um, scene itself is like almost frightening. Like yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, as a kid, it definitely is. Uh, and you know, she call like she says all like the rhetoric is also very good. Yeah, I think it's one of the best scenes of language in a Disney film. I would I would say, um, when she's casting the spell to transform, uh, and then she calls on the lightning, and 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 then she drinks from the <laughs> chalice, and uh, it becomes ugly. Starts, yeah, and just becomes ugly and that's done in shadow which i mean like i feel like it would be kind of hard to make the transformation work frame by frame uh that would be super frightening yeah (laughs) um uh but yeah she is then this hag and i would i would say that the 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 witch character is better portrayed than the queen character yeah not that she did a bad job as the queen character it's just there's a lot more fun it's with the witch yes whereas the queen is just very like cold and mean Mm. um going with that i don't uh know why the witch like a lot of you know she wants to be the fairest like the prettiest one and then she's just like fuck it i'm ugly and i'm gonna kill snow white <laughs> yeah like yeah her like her her motive is jealousy i thought about that when i watched the film too like she's so jealous of snow white that she's willing to destroy the one thing that she holds dearest to 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 yeah. basically kill her yeah like does she have an antidote to this spell? I that know, she right? Put I was just herself? like, I was like, is this just a disguise? Is it gonna go away? Like, you know, is it gonna slip off yeah, after a while? It's, it, it seems like quite a bit of effort. Yeah, but once, <laughs> but once she changes too, she like relishes in it. You know, she looks at her hands and oh, she's like, yeah. my hands. Yeah, and then she just like starts getting really happy about it. You know, she's like, oh, this is actually yeah. fun to be ugly. <laughs> yeah man yeah it is it is very strange but yet her jealousy of snow white doesn't go away after she realizes that she uh that her her inner self reflects better in this new form uh she still wants to get snow white out of the way so i think i think that there is uh some subtext there that she thinks that this spell is reversible in some way yeah uh, but she doesn't get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there is. Yeah, yeah just like uh, it's spoilers for f- ten seconds. Go forward if you don't want any spoiler for any Disney movie ever. Go forward ten seconds from this point right here. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. Just like all Disney villains, she falls off a fucking cliff and dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not only that, like, um, 10 more seconds, people. 10, 10 more, more seconds. seconds. <laughs> Don't the dwarves roll a giant boulder onto her no she's she's trying to 10 more seconds people she's trying to uh topple a boulder <laughs> onto them but lightning oh yeah, yeah. lightning strikes and then the boulder falls with her oh my god all right spoiler people yeah. who've been skipping furiously we're good um yeah we're good harry stockwell plays the prince i got nothing about him uh roy yeah he says a few things <laughs> he says some things he sings like one song i think he's got great yeah, lips apparently he sings great lips <laughs> <laughs> magical powerful magical, lips powerful lips the greatest kisser of them all uh yeah so i mean just like many a fairy tale this has the true love's kiss yeah. uh trope love it within yeah she brought back gotta have it yeah i mean that's just also the creepiest thing too is like he didn't know nobody knew that true love's kiss would bring her back to life he just kissed a dead body like yeah opens up a coffin yeah that's been it's been there for probably a couple months couple weeks yeah a couple weeks at least yeah yeah they did show the seasons change they did (laughs) And, and and it said that the dwarves were keeping eternal vigil over her so yeah like you know i know eternal you know it wasn't years at the very least it was it was definitely just a couple weeks but come on man you don't kiss a stale dead body like that gross oh man he has issues and she's gonna wake up and like someday she's gonna question that and be like wait a second well i mean like so i'm get like so the spell i guess this is spoilers too the spell puts her to sleep yeah um so maybe she doesn't decompose but still <laughs> the guy knows like as far as the guy knows she's been dead yeah i mean as far as the dwarves know they put her in a fucking coffin yeah like, they yeah they put her in a coffin yeah but they they loved her so much they couldn't they couldn't bear to bury yeah her. i gotta say the 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 evil queen is pretty freaking stupid because like even in the book like she reads what the spell is in the book like the end of the page right. ends with dot 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 and she doesn't turn the page to read like can be you know cured by true love's kiss she's like should we dead right <laughs> it's just like you know bitch just turn the page and like finish reading it you might want a better spell there's probably yeah i mean you could actually poison the app yeah d- there mean- you go that's a good idea <laughs> Jeez. but luckily she didn't and uh yeah it has a happy ending yeah um after after I'd a few months of the dwarves tormoral what's that I'd, i said i'd say about seven happy endings <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we can make it at even eight uh, even eight yeah the prince, prince was there, there. Yeah. yeah uh let's go into the dwarves. what was the prince's name again he's just prince like i don't know man it is yeah i i got the imdb up and it's just prince yeah he's prince charming like that's basically yep. it that's what once upon a time yeah. made him right yeah i was one you know what i i was gonna have a really hard time not bringing up once upon a time yeah uh she is like mary margaret there's snow white she is 
definitely a much stronger character mm -hmm. than Snow White is. Uh, but, you know, this is just a kid's movie that's barely over an hour long. Yeah. So Well, they also give more depth to her character uh to once yeah upon i mean they got se they got six seasons yeah. to do that so. i mean like even at the beginning you know she kind of starts off i mean like it is again it's a tv show that has the time to do this but you know she starts off right. as like the innocent you know kind and then she slowly becomes more like action heavy and like kind of right, um, right. i stopped watching like two or three seasons in but you know it was fun i did manage to finish it oh really uh yeah i did um uh, I I gotta say, like I almost stopped. Uh, well, I did. I went back to it. I I rewatched the first couple of seasons and was like, all right, I'll see how how it does slow down in the fourth and maybe fifth season, and then it gets really good again for a short period. Yeah. Do <laughs> so, they give yeah. Rumpelstiltskin a good ending? You don't have to tell me the ending. You don't have to tell me if it's I like his ending that's good enough all right he's the only character i cared about but i will say the seventh season isn't worth it oh i didn't even know there was seven i thought you had said six earlier <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's why i said six gotcha <laughs> <laughs> okay but we're talking about this snow white and and the, i think yeah yeah go, no, ahead. go on you were saying something I, I was just thinking that maybe we should, uh, unless you got more to say about the cast, maybe yeah. we talk about the origins of this I, story. Yeah, I had a few more. We'll go faster through the cast. I had a few more fun facts about them. But Roy Atwell plays Doc, and he was a comedian known for stumbling over his lines, which Doc does. <laughs> uh, yep. Pinto Colvig plays both Grumpy and Sleepy, and he was the original. Those are. Yeah, he was the original voice of Goofy too. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, so you can hear that. Those are completely different voices. All three of those voices. Yeah, you can you can definitely hear Goofy and Sleepy though. You know, it's like that. Yeah. That, <gasps> yeah. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, uh, Otis Harlan plays Happy, and fun fact for you and me is Otis Harlan uh, died and was buried in Martinsville, Indiana. Huh. So we could, you know, technically take a road trip to his gravesite. We could. We could be like, here lies happy. Here lies happy. I bet his I bet his coffin says that or something. Or his not coffin, his <laughs> gravestone. Jeez. We're not gonna dig him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so you could kiss him and bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Matroll, moving on. <laughs> Scotty Matroll plays Bashful. Uh Billy Gilbert. Yeah, I like Bashful. Billy Gilbert does sneezy. Uh, I guess he was famous for doing sneeze routines as a comedian. Um, okay. I like his mustache. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And then uh, yeah. Eddie Collins did the voice acting, or did some voice acting, and was the model of Dopey, but the main voice actor was Jimmy McDonald, who voiced Mickey Mouse for you know huh. about three decades. I see... Yeah, I see they also on IMDb gave uh, Pinto Kolvig uh, the hiccups for Dopey. So it sounds like a lot of people played Dopey yeah, probably. in this movie. Yeah, Dopey, Dopey hasn't really uh, aged well. He doesn't have any speaking lines. Well, no, but he hasn't really also aged well in some regard. You know, they're kind of, there's some, oh. there's some 
jokes yeah. that I'm just like, all right, come on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's a little too much. Uh, yeah. Uh, like one of them, one of them being how they treated him during the uh, the washing scene, where they're uh, uh, oh, that that is a fun fact for a current topic too. Is you know, uh, we're in a pandemic right now, and it's important to wash your hands. And Snow right. Snow White has an entire song about that, and it's it's very good. It's very topical. You know, just do what Snow White does. But there's two things I noticed in that was one, how they treat Dopey is really bad. You know, they kind of just like hit him over the head and like shove him into the water so they could wash him. But the other yeah. thing I noticed is Doc does not get cleaned at all. He cleans. He cleans <laughs> everyone else, but he never once like uses soap and water on himself. He just teaches everyone and else. He's how the to one do who it. gives the instructions. Yeah. yeah. He's like, and you go, <laughs> yeah, then you just motorboat into your hands and get clean. Yeah, that's right. That's how you wash. Oh my god. Uh, people, you probably should not just put hand soap all up in your face. There's there's better ways. Says you. But <laughs> uh but yeah, that's that's really well, that's the cast. That's it. Uh, there's the magic mirror too, but I sadly forgot to write down who voiced him. Well, oh wait, no, I didn't. It's uh, Maroni Olson. Maroni Olson. He's got an interesting voice. I did uh, like his voice. Yeah, I guess there was a weird process he had to go through to do that, or how he how he uh, performed the voice was weird. I just don't remember. I don't remember what oh. he was doing, but I heard there was something funny there interesting to, to get kind of like that distant effect yeah yeah, yeah he had like some kind of That's like cool. he had to wear something over his head or something like that um, huh i just i i couldn't even believe that when i watched it this time i i'd never noticed that she says slave in the magic mirror i was just like interesting you know i just yeah i hadn't even noticed that i always thought it was just a I, you know i just thought it was like a uh an object just a magic mirror but then it's like no somebody's trapped in there somebody's trapped in there and yeah they they do that they do it that way in uh the once upon a time <clears throat> once upon a time as well and i, I really like the actor they chose for that too but oh i remember yeah i, I remember that yeah 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 it's the guy who plays uh gus from breaking bad john carly john carlo esposito thank you I would never have remembered that. I fucking love Breaking Bad. Uh, <laughs> Breaking Bad's a good show. We should talk that sometime. Definitely. But anyways, where'd this story come from? Yeah. Well, uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, the Brothers Grimm uh, before. Uh, Brothers Grimm are very famous for collecting old folk tales together and uh, writing them down in uh, a collection. And then revising that collection and re-releasing it again. <laughs> um, they made a lot of money off of it and reinvigorated people's interest in these old folk tales. I, mean, um, I fell in love with them as the, a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. We you, you gotta love them. Right. I mean, there there's. Uh, I think the uh, the fifty four version is probably the version that like we get. Um, uh what i want to say uh in touch with the most at, at this time and i think that they uh dialed down the darkness 
for that uh, particular republication. They didn't come up with this story. It was popular in Germany and uh, throughout Europe. Uh, but, uh, you know, as, as well as all their other stories that funneled into their collection, they just cleaned them up and took a bunch of different versions and were like, okay, this is our version of the story. And, uh, so that's always cool to, to think about, but where did the people get the folk story from? Folk stories always come from somewhere. Uh, some people believe it came from uh, an ancient Roman myth, uh, Chione, which uh, Chione, which I probably am <laughs> saying wrong because I don't speak Greek. It's Greek for snow. And uh, it is not very much like uh, <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Doors. Uh, very much not as not as g-rated yeah there's similarities she gets put under a sleeping spell yeah um uh but it's by uh the god mercury the messenger god who was in love with her uh so that he could rape her uh which there is a lot of rape in greek myth uh and in roman myth because they were basically worshiping the same gods and um uh yeah apollo loved her too and he dressed up as an old croon yeah oh yeah hey there we go and then raped her yeah oh dang it <laughs> uh yeah yeah no good nope. but then when she wakes up yeah the weird she the weird part uh, of this whole story she, is when she wakes up for me that's the yeah she wakes up and she's just yeah. like i'm so beautiful that you know these gods were fighting over me <laughs> yeah it's like no they raped you <laughs> Yeah, you should maybe be more upset. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, I want a revenge story out of this. <laughs> yeah, but instead, she compares herself to be more beautiful than Diana. And so then she gets shot through the tongue. Yeah. With an arrow by the hunter's goddess. Diana. So, um, yeah, that's the way that story goes. A, a much different. Yeah. But you could see where that story being retold over and over again might end up being yeah, here you, Snow White. Yeah, here, here with Snow White and Disney's version, you have a very kind, uh, um, just very nice individual and also a strong woman in her, in her own right. By just being kind, she's able to you know do a lot. Uh, there are a couple of stories real life stories that um some scholars think might be uh the source of these uh this this particular fairy tale one has to deal with uh margaretha margaretha von waldeck uh she was uh the daughter of a count and she had a very stern stepmother and she was sent away to uh live at other people's courts Mm. and when she was older she traveled to the zybin gayberga which probably butchering the pronunciation (laughs) but it's the seven hills to live with her mother's brother so uh yeah that that's that's a story that some scholars think 
might be where they got the seven dwarves from. <laughs> Uh, the other stories are kind of, it's kind of similar yeah. to that where they, they, there's just some, some small things, there's some a, small a detail in it. A, a mean stepmom to a daughter. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I had to say about the origin of this story. I think yeah. that's kind of something interesting about Disney movies is that they're all based off of older stories. Um, mm. Uh, I think it'll be a, ref- a recurring thing I bring up when they do these playlists. <laughs> and that's perfect. Um, there is, uh, I think it's also interesting to talk about, um, you know, I don't know how the idea to write this came to Walt Disney, you know, like take those stories and do this. But, right. you know, once he did, I think one of the funny things is he acted it out for the actors and the artists, uh, Maybe just the artists. I don't know if they had the actors there. But, you know, when he had the artists in a room, he acted everything out, played all the roles of everything, you know, just to basically be like, this is the story. This is what we're going to do. Um, and it's just, there's a lot of there was a lot of fun to making this movie. You know, it's like I, I'm sure that was very challenging and maybe it wasn't that fun, but it looks and sounds like it was fun. Uh, right. Because. You know, Disney, I, I can't remember how many artists were involved, but like he hired so many artists and they all took like classes together and kind of learned and grew together because most of them were like newspaper artists, uh, cartoonists beforehand. Uh-huh. And so he kind of just brought them in and made them like way more than newspaper cartoonists. <laughs> huh. Um. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. But I mean, like even the movie, the movie even opens up with, uh, just like a thank you note to everybody who worked on the film from Walt Disney himself. Like, I honestly don't know much about the man's life. I've kind of avoided learning most about Walt Disney. I don't, yeah, I'm not because really interested in him. You hear rumors that aren't so great. Well, for me, it's like I'm not really interested in him. I'm interested in what he's done. And right. uh, I know there's a lot of negativity to him, uh, you know, because of how he was. You know, we've ha- we've had friends who have, you know, I've had friends who've told me a lot about, um, you know, things he believed in, and I don't dis- I don't agree with the man on a lot of what I've heard. No, but I've, uh, you know, I'll I'll leave that as it is. You know, it's just like I'm I'm separating the art from the artist here with this one, um, because he Disney, yeah, the Disney company has done so much and inspired so many that, right, um, and employed millions, yeah. <laughs> And, and monopolized a lot <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh yeah it's kind of hard i mean obviously the company has his name on it but it, it's kind of hard to equate disney today mm-hmm. to just this one person yeah um but like but when when i go back and think about when how this movie was made the things i hear from this guy sound you know like an enjoyable thing to work with you know he kind of brings people into a room he acts it out for everybody um you know he thanks everybody profusely for doing the job Mm -hmm. um i mean everybody gets in credits nowadays but uh you know it's kind of nice to just like the movie starts off and it was like hey these people put a lot of effort into this and i'm you know i want to thank them for doing this because like everybody was telling disney to not make this movie like his wife his friends like everybody was like don't (laughs) 
you spend a lot of money yeah. and a lot of time on this movie. Um, but it comes out and it's like, you know, the highest grossing film. You know, it's like it's a huge success. Right. And it starts something that, um, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, a lot of what Disney. Yeah, does we wouldn't childhood. have we wouldn't have feature length animated movies uh, if this didn't come out. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm I sure don't we know if got, that's necessarily yeah. true. Somebody would have done it yeah. probably, but but like this is the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, where you have where you have something that takes off, but it has a like quite a few hiccups from the start. You know, like that's that's one way that things become popular is you don't really hear about them for ten years. They just kind of hiccup along until they become popular. Right. This was a good like uh, spearhead. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but this is a good front runner for this because it took off immediately, and we got we got a huge, yeah. you know, huge craze of animation from there. Yeah, and like a lot of my childhood people was already animation. liked Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so they were like, "Oh, he did a whole movie. Okay, I'll watch yeah, it." Steamboat Willie. Well, I think we talked pretty sufficiently about Snow White, man. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the next one yeah. of the Disney playlist. We don't know when we'll get to it, but uh, I think it's Pinocchio. I, you might be right. Well, we'll double make sure. But if we're not, we'll let you know if yeah, we're the, wrong. <laughs> yeah, be prepared. This this playlist uh, it'll take us probably a decade if we're still at it. Yeah, to complete this uh-huh. playlist. But we're gonna try to do it chronologically. Um, just the animations though. Um. But you know, yeah, try to go off throughout the whole, the whole Disney animated career, which spans nearing, I guess eighty eighty nearing plus years, a century, eighty three years right now, I think. Yeah, nearing a century. Wow, it's crazy. For sure. Well, I hope you couch potatoes enjoy this. We're we're kind of also hoping that stuff like this uh you know a little bit shorter like you could uh grab this in between your long stretches of our threesomes and other shenanigans yeah so uh we hope you enjoy it i've been uh the faceless leon and i'm the green traveler safe travels everybody do you thirst for adventure do you search for laughter and friendship? Ha 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 Then don't miss the adventures in Valagon! Welcome to a new world of fantasy, fun, and action! Coming to you as a monthly serial starting on January 19th of 2021. And brought to you by the imaginative people of FictionWorks 19. Starring Greg Callahan. As Raphael Anastas Magoo, Sarah Christ as Vashti Whisperwin, and Kenneth Glynn as Pai Show Wukong. We'll see you in Valagorn. The Adventures in Valagorn. Hey there, Couch Potatoes. This is the Face of Leon here. Tell you about our new addition to the show. Uh, we will be bringing to you two episodes a week starting on Monday the 4th of January 2021. I'll tell you, thank you. Thank you for letting that year be over. We're going to bring in the new year nice and strong, two episodes a week, 
do our regular thing Thursday. Nothing's changing there. But on Mondays, we are now going to be bringing to you playlists. We're going to start off with watching the Disney movies, the OG Disney movies from chronological order. Uh, we'll, we'll break it up there with some other things. Who knows what we might do. But we're looking at some long series of movies. Anyways, we hope that you, the listener, the potatoes at home, enjoy it. Safe travels. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. If you liked the show, please leave a review, like, follow, or subscribe wherever you listen. This will help us grow our show. Be sure to visit us at facebook.com slash greenandfaceless. There you'll find many links to our show and to our website. Thank you all very much for listening.